0: You're listening to episode 75 here on the Fight for Brilliance podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode and let's stay connected on social media. You can follow me using the handle at ColorThinks across all platforms and to sign up for the Fight for Brilliance email and text list where I send out resources to help you fight for brilliance in your life. All you have to do is text the word brilliant to the number 33777. That's the word brilliant to the number 33777 seven 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 every one of us are already made brilliant you don't have to create that brilliance and you don't have to wish you had it it's already in you but you're gonna have to fight to find that brilliance and you're gonna have to fight even harder to live out your brilliance now let's get ready to have a conversation that will challenge you to rebel against complacency and conformity and fight for brilliance in every area of your life Welcome to this episode here on the Fight for Brilliance podcast. I'm Justin Keller, your host, and I want to start out by welcoming anybody who is tuning in for the very first time and say thank you for checking out the show. After this episode, I would encourage you to go back and check out some of the other episodes here as well. And for those of you who make this show a consistent part of your life, I also want to just thank you for being a part of this community. I'm excited for all that's ahead this year and excited to share this episode with you. It's an episode that I have wanted to do for a long time. Probably since I started the podcast, I've talked about uh, doing this with a few different people. And in this show, I'm going to share with you just a process that I sort of came up with for myself to make the moments in my life matter more and to maximize every moment. And it is a journey that I've been on practicing this. Uh, it's not something that I have perfected, but it is something that has really impacted me, the moments that I have with my son, and just the meaning of those moments after they've happened um, and so I thought it'd be helpful to share with you, and this isn't just about you know remembering the big moments in our life. this is about living a life that's able to maximize. Every moment, the good and the bad, and shift our mentality from a milestone mentality life to a life that makes the most of every moment. And so, with that, let's get right into this episode called Maximizing Our Moments. Rose Kennedy said, life isn't a matter of milestones, but of moments. You know, considering Rose Kennedy died at the age of 104, I think those words carry some weight and credibility with them. And I know that I at least really resonate with those words because I've seen in my own life just how easy it is to live our lives moving from one milestone to the next milestone and we just skip. So many moments in between, you know, think about when you're dating someone for a while, the next thing people start asking is, when are you gonna marry them? And then once you get married, then everyone starts asking, you know, when are you gonna have kids? And although that's one area, I believe that the same is true for so many other areas of our lives. And we really live measuring life in milestones and we just end up missing out on so many moments in between. And this milestone mentality, life really leads us on just a constant pursuit of always looking for what's next, and we end up missing out on what's in front of us right now, and really missing out also on the opportunity to appreciate and learn from where we've been in the past. When we don't take the time to notice or reflect on moments in our life, then our life just becomes a checklist of milestones that we pursue. But moments are powerful, the good moments and the bad moments. They are both powerful. And really both our good and our bad moments can be maximized to help us be better humans, experience happiness, to learn, and ultimately see all areas of our lives enriched if we allow them to. And so I want to help you do that here in this episode because I know what it feels like and I've experienced firsthand the difference of living a milestone mentality life and one instead that is living a life making the most of the moments in front of me. And so we're going to talk about that in this episode. And I'm not just talking about the big moments, such as the baby births or the weddings, the big vacations or holiday celebrations or those career promotions. You know, those moments that I just described, what we probably call the big moments in life, those are easy to notice. And in fact, we often fixate on those big moments in life. If you look at social media, it's a highlight reel oftentimes of the great things happening to people or it shows the extreme lows that they're going through. It shows extremes. If you look at how most of us are brought up, yeah, there are special days that we celebrate. There's days in our lives that are emphasized and magnified, but those aren't the days that account for most of our life. Most of our life is accounted for in those little moments, the time we spend in between the extremes of life. And there's so much to be learned and appreciated from even the moments that we might view as little moments. When I think about the moments that stand out, you know, for me in my childhood, of course, I recall holiday traditions and I recall some of our vacations and even some of my birthday celebrations. But the most vivid and the most precious moments aren't relived in what would be labeled as those big moments that I mentioned. The most precious moments for me were the many times I I remember my dad taking my brothers and I fishing with him, or the many days that my dad would let us go to work with him and help him when he was installing carpet and vinyl flooring. Now, I want to clarify first that I didn't probably help that much. I actually had a job title that I was given, and that was gopher. So my older brother, who was much more helpful than I was, or my dad would tell me they needed me to go get some tools for them. So they would say, go for this, go for that. So that's why I was the gopher. Maybe that's a northern joke, but the point is that We did this a lot with my dad. It actually was a very common thing for a lot of years, but it's those what are seemingly common moments that actually mean the most to me later on in life as I reflect on things from my childhood and what was so impressionable for me. Other meaningful moments were me walking downstairs and seeing my mom reading her Bible in her chair every single moment. That sticks with me even here today. And I can't help but to think that my son is growing up with a similar experience as he comes out in the mornings and sees me writing or reading most of the time when he's with me. you know He's going to remember the big vacations, the big celebrations. Of course he will. But I hope it's the little moments like our frequent dance parties, throwing the frisbee at the park, our nightly praying, singing, snuggling routine that we have. And the hundreds of moments that I have said yes when he asked me to pick him up and throw him in the air. It's those moments that I hope mean the most to him. Our life is not defined by highs and lows. Our life is defined by the millions of moments in between the extremes that we live. So let's learn how to maximize all of our moments to help us fight for brilliance in our lives. Things first, I think it's important that I define what it is to maximize our moments. Now, the word maximize defined is to increase the greatest possible amount or degree. And so, how I define maximizing our moments is to experience the most we can from every moment. Now, there's going to be a tension that you may experience with this because. You're going to, by default, wanna put certain moments on a pedestal and then there's gonna be some not so great moments that you're gonna wanna dismiss and not see as redeeming or carrying anything worth experiencing through them. But every moment, good and bad, can have a positive impact on our lives if we're able to experience the most we can from it. And that's what it is to maximize our moments. So here's a challenge for you. Actually, I should say, A challenge for all of us, including myself. Stop labeling moments as big or little moments. When we label moments big or little, it doesn't maximize our moments. It only magnifies or belittles our moments. So instead, attach a feeling to the moment. So an example of what it would look like to remove the label of a big or little moment and instead attach a feeling to it would be this. Let's say I took two different trips with my son. The first trip, it's a trip to Disney World, which London would absolutely love to do. And the second trip is a day trip where we drive an hour away to the beach for a day. This is something that we've done many times before. Now, understandably, I'd probably label the Disney trip a big trip, you know, even just from the cost standpoint alone, but also From an experience standpoint, it's something that he's wanted to do for a few years now. And so this would be huge for him. And that day trip to the beach, now we've done that a number of times before. So I'd probably describe that as just a little trip. But all we really do when we label one moment big and another moment little is we overinflate one moment. I'd even add to that and say maybe we put unrealistic expectations on it or add unnecessary pressures to it. And then we minimize the other moment. And all this does is that it feeds a milestone life mentality instead of helping us develop a life that fully appreciates all of the moments that we live. So what I've tried to do personally here is neutralize my moments. Because like in the case of this example with the two trips, now just because one is further away, you know, may have more of an immediate wow factor and cost more, maybe that specialness of that moment might be more obvious, it's not necessarily more meaningful than the moment that is more common, less expensive, and seemingly less impressive. All of our moments matter. But to see our moments equally, I believe that we have to neutralize our moments. So instead of saying that the Disney trip was a big trip for us, I would attach a feeling to it instead and maybe say something like this. That Disney trip was so rewarding for me to be able to give to London. And then instead of saying that we just took a little day trip down to the beach, I'd attach a feeling to that beach trip and maybe I would say something like, I had the most precious time with London at the beach. So I went from that Disney trip was big for us and that beach trip was little to Disney was rewarding and the beach was precious. Those moments probably would each have distinctly different experiences and feelings but they've now been neutralized to both being meaningful. The same principle works even with bad moments in our life. Attaching a feeling to that bad moment versus measuring the size of it, it allows us to neutralize that moment. And when we do this, we're often able to equally extract something from those experiences rather than overfixating on one bad experience than the other. And I think it's possible that our good moments can be equally good, And our bad moments can be equally bad while still having distinctly different impacts on our lives. And I know you might be wondering, what is the point of this? And I'm not even expecting that many of you would agree with this, but I promise you just try it. I might end up alone in this, but for me, neutralizing my moments has helped me to not have such a milestone mentality life and really opened my eyes to see each different moment for what it is. And what I'm learning is that By neutralizing our moments, it doesn't mean that we take away from how great any one moment is. Instead, neutralizing our moments, it allows us to see the greatness in each moment, appreciating the amazing things that happen, all while not taking for granted the moments that are often overlooked. And neutralizing our moments doesn't minimize the hurtful and hard moments that we experience either. It just allows us to more accurately see and understand each hurtful and hard moment that we've lived. This shift in perspective and the move away from a milestone mentality life really started in me during the time that I was separated and began going through my divorce. You know, I was now forced to learn what life will look like for me and my son instead of, you know, a whole family unit together. And so all of a sudden, our moments felt different. And times at the park with my son felt just as special as a big vacation that we might take. You know, impromptu stops at the ice cream shop where, More ice cream ends up on the table on his face or on his clothes than it does in his mouth. You know, that became just as important to me as some of the big celebrations that we would have had. The shift that started to happen in me was I was learning to let go of waiting for big milestones in order to experience big moments with my son. And I started to see our time together as an opportunity to make memories and have meaningful experiences regardless of what we did or where we were at. I would say that I've always been sentimental, but it really took on a whole new meaning for me now at this point, and I wanted every moment captured. I wanted pictures of him laughing and running in the park, not because he had never done that before or because I had never seen that before, but rather because I wanted to remember all of the times that he did. And just because I captured that moment once, it didn't mean I wouldn't capture it again. I would likely capture that smile, that laughter, and that fun again with him at the same park and still be able to find something else that was special and unique amidst the already familiar experience. The difference for me was that I stopped waiting for milestones and I started noticing moments. When I think about the shift that began to happen, what was really happening was that I was learning how to see. And I think this is true for all of us. If we're going to be able to maximize our moments, this is really where it starts learning how to see. Leonardo da Vinci is probably the best example for me to use to describe this. And it was his mentality on visualization that really helped me put to words sort of what was happening inside of me. And it challenged me to learn how to see. You see, da Vinci's genius can likely be attributed to his ability to see, or the Latin phrase, superi videre, which means knowing how to see. He is said to have thought that visualization has two components. The first component of visualization, according to Leonardo da Vinci, was knowing something well enough to visualize or draw something from memory. The second component of visualization, according to da Vinci, was developing a deep enough understanding of something to reveal its essence through drawing that can be used to create new ideas. I think that Da Vinci's theory for visualization is perhaps the perfect foundation for us when it comes to maximizing our moments. First, to be able to see that moment so clearly that we can recall it and visualize it. Secondly, to be able to develop a deep enough understanding of that experience that we can see the essence of the moment, which I think is absolutely beautiful. And lastly, the final component to this from Da Vinci's thoughts on the components of visualization is that the understanding and having the essence revealed to us was so that it could be used to create new ideas. And what I like about this is understanding the essence of a moment allows us to change for the better how we see the past and how we show up in the future. So in our lives, understanding the essence of a moment may not create new ideas like Da Vinci was describing, but it certainly can shape a new way of thinking and acting for us. Eckhart Tolle said most humans are never fully present in the now because unconsciously they believe that the next moment must be more important than this one but then you miss your whole life which is never not now. So now I want to spend the rest of the time of this episode sharing with you some practical steps that I take and the process that I put into practice to maximize every moment. process that I'm about to share with you to maximize your moments is something that you will probably like the idea of more than actually liking the process of doing it. It requires a lot of intentionality. And admittedly, I am not as consistent in this practice as I desire to be. But what I do love about this process is that I think you can make it as simple or complex as you want it, which I'll describe here. And you don't have to make it the same for every single moment either. But regardless of how much of what I'm about to describe you choose to implement, what is consistent is the four questions that are the essence of this process to help us maximize our moment. So to start, here are the four questions that I like to ask to help me maximize any moment, whether it's good or bad. First question is this, what stood out from this moment? This is really that, it's a perivideri, you know, knowing how to see. The second question is, what did I feel from this moment? The third question, what did I learn from this moment? And then the fourth question is this, what impact did this moment have on my thinking or my actions? You know, these four questions actually align with Da Vinci's two components for visualization. And it's going to help you see your moments better, develop. And understanding of each moment, you know, know the essence of those moments and then leverage that moment to create new thinking or actions. Now, how you choose to implement these four questions and put them into practice is completely up to you. It could be as simple as just writing them down on a post it note or a piece of paper and sticking them to your mirror so that you're reminded to kind of process some of the moments of your day. You know, maybe you just keep them saved on your phone and sometimes you reference these questions when you want to maybe appreciate, remember, or learn from a moment that you just had. It's up to you how intense you want to get with it, but just simply asking these questions you know, and just internally thinking through them is going to be very helpful, and that's sometimes as far as I take it, but if you want to up your game with this and be even more intentional with it, then I'm going to suggest a step further. And this is what I do. I have a dedicated notebook to maximizing my moments. I like to use uh, the Moleskin brand with the craft paper covers. And that way I can label it and write on it. I actually have one in front of me right now and it's labeled Moments 2021 Volume One. And what I'll do is I go question by question and then I write out each answer. And I think we all know that there's no secret writing improves our ability to recall information. Neuroscience calls this encoding where your brain decides what gets stored in our long-term memory and in turn what gets discarded. And so writing just improves that encoding process. And so when you write it down, it has a greater chance of being remembered. And that's why I think it's really important to take this extra step when you can and process it by actually journaling and writing it down. And on a more practical note, What writing it down does is it also gives you a physical archive to be able to recall. And I love that about this because you never know. I think someday this is, one, something that I can look back on and and see these different moments and think on, but it's something I can also probably give to London at some point too. And I think that could be really special. And so I think the act of actually having a dedicated notebook and the journaling process that to me is really beneficial and it's I think it's important in this process. Now, one other addition to writing it down that I don't do every single time, but I do like to do it from time to time is to print a photo of the moment if you can. And even if you don't have a, a picture from that experience or that moment, you can maybe you could Google an image of the location that you were at or something like that and then print it and then tape it or glue it however you want it to get it to stay on that paper and connect that to the entry that you made of that moment. Last year, I even purchased a $130 Polaroid printer that allows me to print these Polaroids right from my phone. You, know? and you can just print from a printer at home or however you want to, but there are also just a lot of uh, small mobile, I guess, printers that you can print straight from your phone. And so it's pretty easy for you to do this. It just takes a little bit of an investment. And the beauty is, you know, these don't have to be high quality. All it is, is you want that visual reference also of that moment, along with the written extraction of the moment. And these are special. And I know it seems like over the top, maybe to do some of this, to buy the Polaroid printer and all that, but it really does maximize these moments that often just get overlooked. And like I said, all of this takes a lot of intentionality, but it's worth it. And I'll even do this after a day at the park together or after a weekend trip. Again, moments are moments now, no longer big or little. One of the things that I thought I would do to kind of, I guess, show you how I approach this is I'm going to just kind of briefly walk you through a recent moment that I had with London. And I'm actually going to use a moment that I would say is more common and familiar for us instead of a big trip or something that is rare that we experience. And so I'm going to use just a day at the park, uh, right here by where we live. Uh, it was last weekend and the weather, it was perfect. So we headed out to the park probably around 10 30 AM and we didn't get back inside until almost 5 PM. We took I think a Frisbee and maybe a ball down with us and that was about it. And, Somehow that day just ended up being such a meaningful day. And here's my reflection um, on that day, using those four questions that I shared with you before. I'm going to give you kind of the notes version of this just so you can kind of get the idea of the approach, even really in its simplest form. So that first question that, that I asked myself is what stood out from this moment? And so I just wrote down, London seemed to be more at ease, more himself, and full of life today. And even just reading that right now here to you, uh, I mean, I get emotional and my heart is happy. Just reading that, that's again why it's so powerful to go through this process. The second question is, what did I feel from this moment? So I wrote down, I felt pure joy watching him find so much happiness in the simplest activities, and I felt at peace inside knowing that he was happy. Then the third question, what did I learn from this moment? I wrote down that my son really is at ease and at his best when I'm present, patient, and we are playing. And then question number four, what impact did this moment have on my thinking or actions? And so I wrote down, he notices when I'm present and it makes a difference to be fully present. He even pointed out to me at one point, not to be on my phone since it's family time. This really showed me how he notices being present and it seems to impact his behavior positively when I am fully present. I'm going to make a conscious effort to minimize how much my phone is out when we're together having our time. And that's it. The answers don't have to be long. They don't have to be profound. It's the act of taking the time to see, reflect, and understand. That's what's important. You know, without this process, I still might remember the lesson that I learned about being fully present through this. It's possible that it was impactful enough for it to stick with me, even without this process. I'll admit that's possible. But what I do know is that with this process and just the extra five minutes that it took for me to go through it, I have a much greater chance of that moment being maximized to help me experience the most that I can from it. And that's what's important. And that's what I want for you. Like I said, I know this requires a level of intentionality that might at first seem unnecessary or um, unnatural, and you might even feel like it's something that you can't do. But I would just love to challenge you to just try it and start with one of the more rare and obvious moments, like maybe a recent holiday or birthday celebration, a trip that you guys took or just a milestone moment at work that you can recall. Start with something like that and just get the hang of it. And then start trying it with moments that are familiar like a family dinner, your run outside or times that you have with friends. And if you're really brave, try it with a hard or hurtful moment. You know, I'd encourage you to go through this process in the moment too. And don't wait for days and don't wait for months to reflect on it. I think that the act of doing it in real time or at least the day of is what allows us to be fully present in the now and leaving behind today's joys or today's hard times, celebrating the happiness or reconciling the hurts from today and starting tomorrow ready for what's right in front of us in that moment. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you decide to try this and practice it, I would love to hear from you and ask that maybe you would share that on social media and tag me in your post. You can follow me or tag me using the handle at ColorThinks across all platforms. And as always, I'd also ask that you share this episode with two or three people and let them know what you're listening to. And if you haven't, then I would also like to ask a favor and would you rate and review the show? The rating and reviewing of the show is really simple and it's quick. And this isn't to help grow the show. That's not what this is about. What it does do is it helps people that find the show for the first time, gives them an idea of what they can expect from your experience. And so it means a lot for those of you who have actually taken the time to rate it and leave a review. And I appreciate you letting them know how you feel about the show, good or bad. I also put a link to a couple of the notebooks that you could use to kind of go through this process as well as. Uh, the mobile phone printer that I I picked up, um, maybe some other options too, just so you have that there in case you want to take this challenge and maximize your moments. Also, if you want to sign up for the Fight for Brilliance email and text list, just text the word brilliant to the number 33777. And this is not a marketing spam list that you're going to be placed on at all. What I do is I use the emails and and even text if you prefer. I use that to share different thoughts and different resources that are helping me personally in my fight for brilliance in my life. And I share those with you to challenge you so they can be a resource to help you rebel against complacency and conformity in your life. So again, you can sign up for that by texting the word BRILLIANT to the number 33777. Okay, with that, I'm gonna leave you with your weekly reminder that you, yes you, you are brilliant.